Today FM. It's that time of the week again. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Dermot and Dave Show Best of Podcast. But not if you're driving. Definitely don't sit back. In fact, sit up now. bands that you like that I don't like oh, correct it's I want to be adored by the stone roses yes it is sorry it didn't take me that long to think of it it took me that long to walk across the room to sell he's already in me when I was over in Manchester with the kids at the thing there was a sing song one night because one of the lads brought over his guitar and he was unbelievable Brian played every song you could think of he mm-hmm. just knew every song then the lads were like Dave you're you're just playing guitar. Go on, and I was like, um, I can play the uh, darkness imprisoning me. <laughs> like, like I was like, I don't, I don't have any normal songs. I can't play. Like they were like, uh, play. There's some actually might be that song. Is it? Or they play. There's some Stone Roses on. They play at Old Trafford all the time. They're like, sure, play the Stone Roses from United. I'm like. <laughs> I don't know how to what play is music? Yeah, literally, what is music? Uh, you got any more? One more before you go. Um, what was that bass line I've been in wrecking your heads with all week, and now I can't even remember it? Oh yeah. It was dun, 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 and then stop, and you were doing a a, a, ba- a drum beat because it was a dance song. <laughs> I can't remember. It. <laughs> it's just turning back into one of the No. It's not radio not. though. Well, it's not radio. It's a podcast. Anything goes. I mean, geez. anything goes in a podcast. Have you should do a live version of this. Have you pack out people to listen to. Like, come on, they'll tolerate anything when it comes to a podcast. Uh, no, it's I just obscure album tracks by the Police and the Cure and things, and so no one will ever get them. And I just like Sepultura and like Testament, and people are just like, I don't know, like the Legacy by Testament. Stop asking me. Although yesterday I was like, I was listening to. Uh, that one Taylor Swift uh, album that I always listen to, uh, which uh, technically isn't an album, it's the Disney Plus Long Pond Sessions. Oh, this did. isn't like the time you thought Harry Styles' album was called <laughs> This Is Harry Styles. Oh, I listened to This Is Harry Styles <laughs> when he was playing Slade, and I just put on Shuffle and I laughed for a solid like seven or eight minutes and then would forget. And I go, <laughs> this is Harry Sean really never lets me forget that I, I said to him, Oh, no, his album's out. Sean, I'm looking at this. Is Harry Styles. <laughs> there it is. I'm still convinced it was there. It was called, his album was called Harry's House. I mean, it wasn't that far away from, I am Harry Styles, I live in a house. I was like, I've heard all those tracks. I don't know. Terrible new album. They're all old songs. (laughs) (laughs) We were lazy as he. Um, Anyway, I was thinking, I'm going to learn some Taylor Swift songs on the guitar. And they would be a great one to pull out in front of the lads. 100%. In fact, I did actually pull up the chords because once I'm looking at the chords I can play anything so I pull up the chords to shake it off and we all sang that sitting around in the hotel reception yeah. that it's track awesome. with uh, Bonnie Ver. that's a tune yeah enough. what's it called this I is Taylor Swift remember <laughs> Taylor Swift greatest hit <laughs> yeah I could sing it but I couldn't tell you the name of it I got very into that. It kind of weirdly reminds me of lockdown though because it was everywhere and every time I was mm. doing like... Ugh. Yeah, it was very lockdown-y. Yeah. 
What a great song. I love Bon Iver. Can I make a musical confession? Yeah. I've never heard Bon Iver strum a note of anything. I don't know if it's a him or if it's a them. It's a guy. It's a guy, right. Yeah. And I know, and everyone, like, who we interview, like, Dermot Kennedy, Codeline, they'll all go, like, what's your favourite album of the time? Bon Iver. And I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Please don't, <laughs> please don't expand this conversation any further. I've never Nothing heard a single say. note that a Bon Iver has ever He's created. never really had, like, he had Skinny Love and then the second album was great and then he did like a weird kind of experimental third album. See, I thought, this is like, this is what I thought, right? I thought Bon Iver was an Icelandic musical group. Mm. I, I don't know it, why, yeah. I don't know why, mm. but that's just, if well, you ask me, like, uh, you know, Quiz question: Where are Bonnie Vera from? They are from Iceland, is what I would say. <laughs> um, well, he, it's more about a particular sound. You know the way Dermot Kennedy sounds like he records all his songs down in St. Patrick's Cathedral. <laughs> Patrick's Cathedral. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick's Cathedral. Hey, down in St. Patrick's Cathedral. <laughs> he's put his THs in all of the wrong places. Well, I like you put me dentures back in. What do you mean? You mean you know that he's got really a very particular big, big fat reverb sound? Yeah. It's like real spacious. Yeah. Bonnie Verstoff sounds like he recorded everything in a woodshed up in the Alaskan hills. Yes. Or the a- Icelandic tundra, guys. <laughs> yeah. Come on, I'm not wrong. You're not here. a million miles away. Okay. But why am I thinking? There's no reason why I'm thinking Iceland. He didn't, really, he didn't actually record albums in Iceland. He's getting a mix up with no. Bjork or something. But I feel ah, really no, no. cold when I listen to him. Oh. Like, I feel like he's a cold artist. If artists gave up a vibe, he's a cold artist. Cold as in the environment as opposed to him in the Cold as in him, the environment. Yeah, like Taylor Swift warm. Okay, Beyonce's who's warm and cold then? I think George Michael is uh, warm. Yeah, fuzzy. He'd be like, it's kind of a hog in his music, yeah. I think. Ta- uh, actually, do you know what? I said Beyonce smoking hot, Beyonce cold. Cold. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, cold to the touch. Yeah. But still amazing. But there's a there's an icy barrier. Oh, actually, can I very quickly say something? There's a very funny video on YouTube, if you can find it, of Beyonce. So at her latest tour, she ends the show flying through the crowd on a silver horse right? and then t- gets taken off the horse and like disappears into the crowd, like into the stage at right. the end. So it's very cool. But she was in Amsterdam last week and the horse malfunctioned. And in fairness to her, she's such a pro. She never misses a beat, but you can see someone's going to get really, oh, really? fired. <laughs> and she's still kind of half panicking. She's also stuck in a massive in horse. Midair. She hadn't gotten in midair yet, so it wouldn't fly. So right. she was meant to, and she was like, and at one point she said, there's a, she's gone, applause, a round of applause. And she goes, applause, a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember I played Terrifying. that on Days World before when Michael Jackson sacked his musical director yes. live on air, live in the song. He was like, oh, Jack, getting fired because he won't stop. Because Michael wanted the song to end and the guy kept on, every time it went to end, he would go, Three, four, getting him back in. <laughs> and Michael Jackson literally was going, Stop the song. You fired. <laughs> Jack is fired. He literally fired him in while he was singing his sacking to him. Um, it's like Elton John when I went to see him in concert going up on his little stand, uh, stand in <laughs> escalator where he was meant to disappear into the yellow brick road yeah. and then he would be gone at the end of the show. But he got stuck halfway up. And then he just was suddenly went from an iconic rock star, you know, who's survived the decades at the top, yeah. uh, to just looking like your granddad halfway up a stairs, <laughs> St- just looking granddad for help. Stairlift is stuck again, lads. <laughs> Styrus on the fridge. Well, why don't we try a game, right? Okay. Um, you say the artist, and then you have to give the feeling. So we have hot and cold, mm-hmm. but maybe there are other words oh. that come to mind. 
So okay. So so. so <laughs> Freddie Mercury. Jangly. Oh. Mm, interesting adjective there. Or is it an adverb? I'm not sure. It's Frisky. <laughs> Frisky. Uh, Madonna. Upsetting. Intimidating. Intimidating. Okay. Um, um, Christy Moore. Uh, Ed Sheeran. Stinky. Stinky. Yeah. Well, you know what? You just asked me to be honest. That's what came out of my mind. He's warm. He is warm. He's a warm artist. He's so warm. He's a bit stinky. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. He's gotten too warm. He um, also applied to Christy Moore. Yeah. Sting. Oh, sensuous. <laughs> I'd say he smells amazing. I know I've met him, but I, I'd say he just smells amazing. Naturally. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say George Clooney smells naturally very nice. Sting's very funny, by the way. Like, we met him yeah. in mm. studio and he was taking the absolute piss out of us in a really funny way. Like, yeah. Not like being a dick. Like, I ha- <laughs> like Dermot handed him loads of vinyl to, to get signed and he signed the vinyl and then I handed him my bass guitar, which is black and a silver marker. And I didn't say, like, would you please sign my bass guitar? So he just took the guitar off the other side of the desk, went, played it and went, Oh, thanks very much and then put it down beside him <laughs> as if like I just given him a guitar and then I had to kind of awkwardly go can you sign it and give it back to me and he was like yeah I was only joking and I was like oh so oh sting yeah. he's gas man did he go you've been stung <laughs> no thankfully he didn't <laughs> and then high five himself <laughs> no he pays someone to go around to the high five him when he makes that joke yeah. I know we've told the story so many times but it's still my favourite photographic moment of all time is when Sting and Dermot and I were getting photos taken together. Obviously, so, you know, me on one side, Sting in the middle, Dermot on the other side. And the photo ended. And it ended so much that Sting walked away and turned around to me. And the person who was taking the photos of us and Sting was standing there with the camera. And Dermot, Dermot still had his hand on Sting's back. But Sting had turned around and was like shaking my hand officially to say goodbye. There's a picture of Dermot just standing smiling at the camera. No one else in the room was paying any attention. His hand is on the small of Sting's back. I didn't want the moment to end. Even if he walked away, I was still going to continue in the photo. So great. Okay, one more artist. Um, Dermot Kennedy. (laughs) Spicy. Spicy? Yeah. I don't know why I just thought of a Thought of a spicy Circle K hot dog When he said Dermot Kennedy I think buns Buns I think if you hugged Dermot Kennedy You might get a faint smell Of like His granny making Of baking He smelled very nice I've hugged him yeah He smelled nice He didn't didn't smell of buns He he wouldn't be my type But he is like 85% more attractive In real life Like I Yeah I wasn't into him before and then I was like, oh, you are gorgeous. It's, it's an aura. It's an, yeah, yeah, some people have that. Teeth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. yeah just, yeah. That's why it doesn't come across in photos with Sting. No. no. But if you met me in person, yeah. bun, you, buns. Buns and also he touched the small of your back for too long. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's not allowed to take photos with listeners anymore. Anyway, feel free to play that game. Uh, with is that something that we could move to on air? Do you Absolutely think? not. No, no it's no. a terrible game. Is it a terrible yeah, game? it is a terrible game. Yeah, yeah, it's full of um, unnecessary adjectives that nobody agrees I do with. Do you like the use of the word jangly though? I think we need to integrate that more. Jangly could be good. Yeah, but not that. We'll game. workshop it. German yeah. Dave's jangly bits, <laughs> jangly bats. <laughs>
<laughs> Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Don't call me out, Emer. <laughs> this is Today FM. Let's say hello to Miriam, who's going somewhere very exciting. Hello, Miriam. Hi, how's it going? Uh, it is Dermot here, it is Dave here, and we're well gel, as the kids like to say. <laughs> Tell everyone where you're off to. Nice. Glastonbury. <laughs> Glastonbury. Yep. And are you a seasoned festival goer, a seasoned Glastonbury goer, or is this your first time? Yeah, well, it's uh, first time going to Glastonbury, but I would say I'm in training for this for the last 10 years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and what, it was Glastonbury always the kind of the, the pinnacle of where you wanted to get to? Oh, 100%, yeah. yeah. I've been to 6 or 7 electric picnics and all together now in Primavera. So, right. Yeah, this is kind of the culmination of, of 10 years of training, really. <laughs> you put in the work. <laughs> really so proud. Now it's time to go. So, and are you VIPing it or what's your comfort level demand? No. You what? Bog standard. No glamping, just bog standard. Bog English standard camping. Tent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and that doesn't bother you at all? You would think that usually people do, you know, maybe seven or eight years of festivals and then camping and they go, do you know what, I can't do that anymore. I'm I'm, I'm beyond the camping part. But you're still into it. Still into it, just for now. But I'd say this could be the last. (laughs) (laughs) This is like your Everest, right? So you've put in all the work. Mm. You've climbed all the mountains over the last 10 years. You're now going to do Everest, which is Glastonbury. And sure, then you can hang up the, the hiking boots and the tent after this because you've done it all. Pretty much, yeah. Early retirement, that'll, that'll be me. Well, there's a hell of a lineup, So I want you to say excited or meh, depending on your interest levels and whether you'll go to see them. So Arctic Monkeys? Excited. Yes. And a lot of people disappointed in Ireland because they cancelled yeah. the show, but they will be turning up at Glastonbury, apparently. Uh, Guns N' Roses? Yeah, 100%. Elton John? Yeah. Lizzo? <laughs> yeah. Becky Hill? <laughs> yeah. Blondie. Yeah, yeah. Carly, Carly that's convincing. Carly Ray Jepsen. Not so much. And there's a meh. Uh, Fatboy Slim. Yeah. Very cool. Khalees. Nah, not so much. <laughs> uh, Lana Del Rey. Yeah, Hunters. Yeah, Left Field. Lewis Capaldi. Manic Street Features. Rudimental Texas. Loads of great acts in there. It's too much, too much. And have you got like a plan? Like, do you know, like, uh, when you get there, this is what you're doing? Because obviously, like, the lineup is is amazing, but you've also got to work out who's on what stage at what time. Like for example, you can't see, you know, Lana Del Rey because she's on stage at the same time as Guns and Roses. So you're gonna have to make choices. Yeah, well, look, I'm going with two seasoned Glastonbury people, so I'm hoping they'll just pull me and drag me wherever I need to go, and I won't miss <laughs> anything. Brilliant. <laughs> um, and what is the travel route to Glastonbury? Um, so I'm getting the bus to Dublin Airport, uh, flying to Gatwick, and then Gatwick to Reading, where my mates are, and then we're getting the bus from there then. I'm so sorry, are you, are, you get, are you getting the bus to Dublin Airport right now? Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> this is incredible. So today's Tuesday, and the festival starts on Friday. So yeah, what day are you going down? Tomorrow. You're going down tomorrow to soak it all up? Yep. Oh my God. What are you going to be yeah. like by Sunday? I don't know, I dread to think. <laughs> peeled <laughs> off the grass. <laughs> oh, that's really exciting. Fair play to you, Miriam. And what, like, sometimes I always think my favourite time at a festival is when the tent is up, the little deck chair is out, and you've opened your first can of whatever, and you sit down and you go, ah, and it's all ahead of you. That's kind of my favourite moment. What's yours? Oh, definitely that, yeah. Just 
getting the buzz and everyone kind of really good form and yeah by Sunday then being absolutely sick of each other and going to <laughs> never see each other again yeah. I'm not sure what Lil Nas X and Elton John's going to be like on Sunday night then for the three of you when you hate each other at that point <laughs> I mean yeah. and the pyramid stage I mean like it's an iconic like that is your Everest you know getting to the pyramid stage seeing all those flags you don't have a big flag on a giant pole do you? <laughs> I don't actually know. I don't think Ryan ever allowed it. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Plus, yes, but you could get you could when you get to Reading, you could just make one, I suppose. Yeah, I'd say I'd be able to string together some blue and white and up the data maybe. Up the data. There you go. <laughs> what was your first festival, and what age were you? Uh, my first festival was Electric Picnic in 2012. Um, so what am I now? Uh, yeah, it was 11 years ago. Okay. Yeah. So 20, 20. yeah. <laughs> so you're still living the dream. Well, look, have a great time. Thank you so much. Mind yourself. You're living the dream for all of us who are back here sitting in <laughs> yeah. our comfortable chairs going, God, fair play to her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Miriam, enjoy it all. Thanks so much. See you yeah. later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Uh, just very quickly going through some of the other acts that are there, right? Rick Astley is on at noon on Saturday, if you wanted to see Rick. It's quality. Dermot Kennedy on from half four to half five on the Sunday. The Lightning Seeds. If you were, if you were there, Dermot, mm. would you go see The Lightning Seeds? I'm never really into the lightning seeds. Okay. Not that sort of uh, Brit pop I wasn't really into. Would you experiment and go see a band you don't know based entirely on the name? You know yeah. what I mean? Okay. Would you go see Japanese Breakfast, who are on at <laughs> half 12 on the Sunday? <laughs> Definitely. Uh, who else is interested in this there? Would you go see Star Feminine Band? Candabongo <laughs> uh, Man I mean obviously we all love Candabongo Man It was early stuff uh, Speaker's Corner Quartet Which is a great name for a band as well um, Wonder Horse See, I think it's all C-Matt the- Emer Yeah C-Matt is playing on Sunday At half twelve uh, A great Irish uh, act that Emer is very fond It should be great of. to see at, at half twelve on a Sunday When you're You're a little bit giddy And you're a little bit ropey um, that would kind of just pick you up, wouldn't it? Half four, you can go see Viagra Boys. And at two o'clock, Los Bichos are playing the park stage. <laughs> so knock yourself out. This is Today FM. Nylon Limerick says, man, that was a tough segment to listen to, lads. Our child minor had to take holidays, so we had to hand back our tickets to Glastonbury this year. Oh. Absolutely gutted. Uh, Niall, we'll just say, uh, get a new child minor. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> lads, I've done three Glastonbury festivals with missed out on tickets this time. The FOMO is real, says Claire. Yeah, Claire, that's tough. All right, listen to Miriam heading off there. But she'll be back on the air, hopefully, with us next week to report. Somebody did suggest we get her on the air on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what stage she'd be in to have a chat to us then. Maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. Well, you mentioned, Dave, that Steve Davis, the former snooker champion, yeah. world snooker champion, six times he was, um, was is now a DJ. And when I saw it on the list, I kind of thought to myself, huh, Steve Davis, imagine if it was a snooker player. And it actually is. <laughs> and we have confirmation of it because James in Wicklow did you meet him? Yeah, I did. Yeah, hi guys. Um, yeah, I was I was at Glastonbury in 2016, and um, uh, you know, very excited to be there and kind of checking out all the stages. And you know, I'm a huge Radiohead fan, and they were the headliners that year. So wow. I'm all kind of geared up for this. And then I was completely nonplussed, and I was wandering through Shangri-La at the, the start of day one, and all of a sudden, I walked straight into Steve Davis. And, you know, it's sort of one of those things kind of out of context when you're not at the Crucible or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see those in Glastonbury, you're like, oh, my God. So, <laughs> um, anyway, I, I said hello to him. He was very, very pleasant. And, um, yeah, I, I ended up being weirdly my, my, my highlight of the weekend. <laughs> 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 to mind Radiohead. 
And I remember on Spitting Image years ago on telly, they, they used to take the mick out of him for being really boring and they called him Steve Interesting Davis. Or, <laughs> and that was the nickname he gave himself because he felt he was interesting. <laughs> and actually it turned out he was interesting because now he's yeah. one of the most popular Very DJs so. at Glastonbury. I him on to be a DJ or something like that, I'd say. You know, you know Spitting Image comments. They said, yeah, well, I'm going to be a DJ now, just show you all. <laughs> yeah. Are you no plans to go back this year, James, no? Sadly not, no, no. Although, I'm having a birthday today, I'm getting my Irish citizenship today. Oh, so, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> That's amazing. Welcome Thanks, to the fold. Yeah. How many decades oh. did it take you to get that over the line? Oh, not too long, actually. I'm, uh, I've, I've, I'll be, be in Ireland five years in November, but I, I got married to my wife three years ago, so uh, that shaved off a couple of years. Yeah, well, that's well, pretty good. Glad to have you, James. That's fabulous Thanks news. Yes, yeah, so thank Great you stuff. for adopting us as your new home. And you're, oh, you're very good. Yeah, your new country. Um, uh, come <laughs> here. When I look at Glastonbury, and we're just here looking at all the bands that were clashing and all that, it seems like so massive. Like it would absolutely melt your head. I mean, how organised do you have to be and do you have to just accept that there are things and places and people and acts that you will just never see? Yeah, it is absolutely gargantuan. I, I There's one stage, I think it might be the John Peel stage, which is it's like the second largest one, and I just never, ever saw it whatsoever. Um, <laughs> a lot of other festivals, they keep all the stages together, but at Glastonbury, they just put them in every corner of the, uh, mm. of, of the site and stuff. So you are walking miles and miles. Um, best advice I, um, I I have for anyone going is to actually commit yourself to one or two stages and just camp up there, right? Um, and just ride ride through the act there because um, yeah, the, uh, the mileage is crazy. It's great for your Fitbit, <laughs> but not great <laughs> yeah. for what you want to do at a festival. Yeah, steps in. All right, James. Well, sorry you're missing out uh, on on uh, Glastonbury this year, but great news about the citizenship and thanks for talking to us. Cheers, thanks, guys. See you See later, James. Bye. Bye. <laughs> There's a chap called Gavin Kyo, and he's on the line. All right, Gav. Morning, Jen. Where are you in the country today? I'm in the metropolis of Mullingar. A great old spot altogether. Nice. Well, that's the centre of music, isn't it? It certainly is the centre of Ireland and the centre of music in Ireland. Uh, So what have you... Wizards, Bresi and Snodhorn. Exactly. Uh, And Joe... And the yeah. academic and the whole lot of this. Yeah. Yeah. We go on all day. Gavin Kyo. Let's not forget him. Uh, Gav, no. so you are a Taylor Swift fan. How big of a fan are you? Oh, look, I'm quite a big fan of... I have an eclectic music collection going from Foo Fighters to Queens of the Stone Age to Metallica to Taylor Swift. Look, you so, don't have to explain um, yourself on this show. I think anyone <laughs> who listens to it knows that Dave's music taste... Uh, is questionable. I, I mean, eclectic. Hey, like yourself. come on. And eclectic. I would y- go with eclectic. No, um, she's an amazing artist. She's she kind is. of obviously been a great songwriter. I think since 1989 as an album, it's really, she's kind of, she's really kind of come up in the world. Um, love the fact of kind of what she's done in life and the relation to actually standing up on um, against the administration within the US. Like, there's a lot to admire about, about her as a person and then as an artist. So that's kind of my hmm. thought on her anyway. So in terms of going to see her, obviously you heard the Eras tour was happening. You leapt for joy. Um, you threw yes. your Metallica albums out the window and got onto the Taylor train. <laughs> and so what have you been up to? Uh, 100%. So um, obviously, kind of as, uh, as you guys said, the issues that were there in the States when the pre-registration, the pre-sale happened in the US, 
And then kind of, I think, tickets were ridiculously being reported being sold for about 96 grand. Like, that's kind of silly stuff, really. So what? I registered for... Yeah, tickets for yeah, 96 yeah, grand? Oh, Re- on, resale. On the black, on the, yeah, resale on the black market. People yeah. were playing that, which is just ridiculous. So I would want know, to be Europe sitting on Taylor pain. Swift's lap for 96 grand for the entire show. If you're one of those rich American guys and little Billy Bob hasn't got her tickets to Taylor Swift and you can just go like whatever it takes. That's why the the thing just rocketed price-wise. Yeah, so I don't have 96 grand and I'm not going to do that. Um, So I've registered for five different cities um, around Europe which you're able to do. So I've registered for Dublin, obviously, Edinburgh, Liverpool, Paris and Lisbon. And I've gotten kind of the email back on all cities to say that you're registered, but this is not a guarantee you'll get tickets. So fingers crossed, out of all of those, I'll manage to get at least one show. So are you going to, if you get all five, are you going to go to them all? Um, that would be a very, very, very difficult conversation to have with my family that I'm disappearing for five nights to go to five different venues. Um, <laughs> but hang on, I'm hang sure on you'll second. get two tickets. I mean, you can just bring the missus, right? Yeah, absolutely. Look, you know, my, my wife has been very tolerant of my music love. Like, we lived in Sydney for a while, and we delayed leaving Sydney because Foo Fighters were playing live and acoustic in the opera house. So, <laughs> so. very tolerant of my music, but I think five, five nights around Europe... Um, abandoning my kids with uh, my mother or my in-laws, I just it might be a bit much. Two might be optimum, you know, um, might Gav, be possible. But can, can I introduce you to uh, my colleague and best friend, Mr. Dave Moore, who's sitting across from me here? <laughs> he needs to well, talk I, you round into this situation because this is the man who went to the Euros when his wife was actually overdue her baby. <laughs> Um, in recent weeks, we all know he went to uh, two Metallica shows in, um, and came home in between. I managed to come home to see his kid win the cup and then went back again. Like, this is a man who pushes the, the expectations of marriage to the limits. Yeah. Um, so, what, do you have, what advice have you got for him? Well, like, if he wants to do five nights, if you, I have a feeling he's going to get all five. Gavin, I think <laughs> what you do is you sit down with your good lady. Can we get her name? What's her name? Um, Yvette. Yvette. You sit down with Yvette and you say, probably Yvette. sitting at home listening to this now going, why is that fool on the radio? <laughs> Which is what my <laughs> wife says every morning when she listens in. So I would say you sit down with Yvette and you pour her a glass of her favourite tipple, whatever that might be. I'm saying mm-hmm. in my house it's rosé, could be whatever it is in your house. And you say, do you know what I want you to do? I want to, do? I want to take you on a whistle-stop tour of Europe. We're going to go and visit Paris, Liverpool, Edinburgh, Lisbon, and we're even going to travel all the way to Dublin. And the reason we're doing it is because Taylor Swift's playing in all these cities. But just think of the food, the wine, the overnights in the hotel. Yeah, hang on, Gavin could be like me. He could enjoy traveling solo, and that's kind of the buzz when you're no, going no, to it. That'll require dealing with my own company, and I don't like that. Well, not only that, but that's a much harder sell, Gavin. It's much easier to tell your missus that you're going to bring her your with you. Your missus did not go to Hamburg to see Metallica. No, no. And she did not go to the Euros. No, what are you talking about? It, I, trust me, I know it's a harder sell. I'm saying it. Well, I tell you what, guys. If you're willing to fund this for me, I'm willing to at least have the conversation. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely not happening unless you want to try and enter the cash machine. Best of luck. It's 50 grand yeah, today. Well, could we set up a GoFundMe page for Yvette? <laughs> so that at least while you're away, we can send her money and me. compliments. Gavin, we're impressed with your dedication to Taylor Swift. We hope you get as many of the five as you possibly can. Dublin, Edinburgh, Liverpool, Paris, Lisbon. Best of luck, buddy. Dermot and Dave. Playing the music you know. Good morning, Yvette. 
Good morning, guys. How are you? Now, how surprised are you? Is Has Gav got form in this territory? Um, he does have form. I think the worst he's done to me so far, we were travelling back in 2006, and to be fair, he got tickets for the Foo Fighters live and acoustic in the Sydney Opera House, and I had to rebook our entire next leg of our trip. We were supposed to go to New Zealand by then. So I had to rebook everything. Foo Fighters acoustic in the Opera House were amazing. Uh, but, did, yeah, did he, he, he bring you? This is what I keep wondering. Is he bringing you to these crazy things? Um, he would definitely give me first refusal on the ticket whether I would go to that many Taylor Swift concerts <laughs> now or another. Well, maybe you could just go with him and just see all these cool cities. Just, yeah, let him go on Maybe let own. him go to the show by himself or flog the extra ticket. How many times do you need to see the one show? Yeah, he did send us in a screen grab of his Spotify um, kind of crown that he has as a Taylor Swift mega fan. <laughs> he's in the top 1% of minutes spent listening to Taylor. So but, he's... But like, He's a straight man in his 40s. I don't know how this happened. <laughs> Look, David take that posters, you know, when he was 27. So, no, no, still the best gig I've ever been to was NSYNC. So, you know, on the celebrity tour. So I'm absolutely with Gavin on this. I totally get it. Uh, so if, if if he gets tickets, though, to, to end, say any of the five, but if, if he ends up with five tickets, like five pairs, I mean, people will be like screaming this door down to get their hands on them. Will you go? I will definitely go to if he gets Dublin I'll go to Dublin if he gets other ones I will pick my favourite of the cities and go there with right. him mm, good idea see I like his style I, I would be like Gav and I think maybe you would be more like my wife Yvette that like he's a kind of a oh my god I've just seen it advertised book the tickets worry about the logistics later that's kind 100%. of what I do 100% <laughs> I will organise everything including the childcare exactly so my wife would be okay when we get all our ducks in a row then we'll hit the confirm purchase button but I, I work the other way around like yes, um, even this week um, I'm going camping with my two boys I just decided we should go camping in the Iron Islands so we're going camping next week and I booked everything the boat the campsite all this and then she came in from being out in her studio and went, but wh- what about the dog? You were meant to take the dog with you. And now, and I was like, it'll be fine. We'll work, we'll it, work out. it out. Now, and the reality is she worked it out. Uh, <laughs> now we have someone to mind the dog. The dog is going to Lisbon to see Taylor Swift. It's all absolutely <laughs> yeah, fine. two tickets. <laughs> Yvette, uh, you sound like a patient lady. Thank you for talking to us today. No and best yeah, luck with your uh, European tour that you never asked for. Look, isn't it always nice to get out of the house? There you are. That's the attitude. And it keeps it interesting, you know, this spices up the relationship. Exactly, 100%. Thanks, Yvette. No problem. Bye bye. This is today. How are you, Quiva? I'm good, thanks. What are you up to? Um, I'm just in work, working in a job where I shouldn't be on the phone. (laughs) Well, let's find out what that is then and tell your boss immediately. (laughs) You're not part of an ambulance crew or something, are you? You don't mind when you're doing something not that important yeah. and you take a break to have a chat to Dermot and Dave. Okay, exactly. well, let's get you through this, get you back to work, get you back in the boss's good books. Uh, this B has BB. What do you think? Um, this bike has bad brakes. This, this bike, bike has bad brakes. No, Quiva. No. Back to work, I'm afraid. <laughs> All right, see you later. Bye. 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 Did you ever have a bike with back pedal brakes? Back pedal brakes, yeah. Slam your foot down, do oh, a skid. Amazing for skids. What was the was the grifter had it? Didn't the rally grifter? Uh, back pedal brakes, possibly. Uh, I'm pretty sure it did. That's the famous have bike. One. You know, I've told you this story before. I had a friend who had a grifter. They were the coolest bike. Everybody wanted the yeah, grifter. Yeah, yeah, totally. I had one friend. He was just a friend who always got everything. Yeah. 
and uh, he was cycling the grifter around, you know, our our estate. And every, people were kind of just kind of grumbling, you know, that he, he, had, saw, he, had, he had, this. had the grifter. Yeah. And he was really stingy about giving you a go. And then eventually one of the lads got a go, like for, you know, two minutes or something. And so your man who owned the bike was watching our other friend try it out and cycle around the grifter. And he shook his head and just went, God, I never knew my bike looked so good. <laughs> and it always stuck with me. What a legend. <laughs> he was able to step back from his own bike and go, wow, that's a heck of a bike. And rub it in our noses in it even more. I've never seen it from that angle yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually glad I gave him a go. Now I know, know how good my bike looks. He, he'd know wide-angle 4K HD iPhone video to tell him that it well, was that, actually That's that so good. funny, yeah. isn't it? Like that... You know, back then it stuck with me because it was such a douchey thing to say. <laughs> but now social media, that's what everybody does all the time. You put <laughs> a picture of your new is. bike and go, wow, I never knew it looks so good. And people go, yeah, good for you. You're killing it. Best Valerie, life. <laughs> Valerie Madden's in Galway. Hi, Valerie. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Quiva's in work. You're on the way to work, are you? Yeah, battling my way through Galway traffic. Always <laughs> difficult. Always difficult. <laughs> Do you remember your first bike, Valerie? Oh, it's a few years ago now, but I do. Describe <laughs> it. Um, I think it was yellow. Cool. Uh, and I, I think I fell off it a few times before I was actually able to cycle it, but mm. I'm much better now. Did, did it have a brand or was it just kind of the yellow I bike? It, I think it was Rally. Rally yellow rally bike. bike, all right, yeah. yeah. They had the market yeah. sewn up back then. Uh, my first bike was a Rally Kite, I remember, the one I mm. learned to cycle mm. a bike. Um, mm. And it was a Rally Kite convertible. <laughs> Which oh, also oh, sounded so cool. the roof down. <laughs> what all it meant was that the crossbar detached so that it could be a girl's bike. Oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't that you threw the, the hood down on sunny days. It's disappointing. Yeah. Uh, Valerie, this B has BB for 500 euro on the way to work in Galway traffic. What do you think? Okay, this baby has been burped. Something that Maria and Johnny talk say to each other all the time. <laughs> this baby has been burped. Now take her off my hands and you deal with Fia for a while. Baby has been burped. It's not the right answer, though, Valerie. Oh, bummer. Sorry about that. Hard <laughs> right, luck. All right. Enjoy you. your day. Bye. Thanks, guys. You bye too. Bye. 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 Jimmy Hogan's in for Moy. All right, Jimmy. Good morning, lads. How are you? We're doing good. What's the crack with you? You well? Uh, flat to the mat. Postman, so... Oh, this time of the day, you're, you must be nearly finished the round, are you? Not a hope. I'm only getting started. You're only getting started, right. Shapers. I pass at least three postmen every day on the way to work. And they just look like they are living their best post lives. <laughs> They're, you know, just... All is good in this weather. Loving the weather. Yeah. You I'll know you're going to be wrapped up by lunchtime. Well, a little bit after lunchtime. The bosses are listening. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and for more, it's a big area you're covering there, Jimmy. Yeah, I'm out in the country, actually. I'm uh, delivering in Aragland. Right, okay. So and, are you in a van or on a bike? Oh, and the van. And you in shorts? Oh, yeah. Come yeah. on, come on. Glad my, to hear it, Jimmy. Uh, my mother um, reversed with great gusto out our gate and into the postman. I remember when into we were... Into him or not? No, into his van. Into his van, okay. Right. <laughs> She's the poor fella. <laughs> um, it was, like, you know, the time before rear cameras and cars yeah, and all that. yeah. And she, I'm sure the excuse she would have used was, oh my God, it's Bedlam. But basically what she used for everything. And if she didn't pick you up at the school gate for an hour, town was Bedlam. You know, I reversed it to the postman. Oh, the day is Bedlam. <laughs> I hope you've had no such accidents, Jimmy, have you? No, 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 all good. All okay, man. right. Well, let's keep you safe and keep you focused on your job now, uh, which is delivering post. But before you do that, tell us what this B has BB stands for. Uh, this brunch has biscuit bits. 
This brunch has biscuit. Oh, you're thinking of the ice cream brunch. The ice cream pop, yeah, ice cream yeah. Brunch yeah. has biscuit bits. Is that what they are? Biscuit. Oh, actually, yeah. Just kind yeah. of random colourly stuff. Jimmy's convinced they're biscuit bits. Although there has been the recent complaints, of course, that the brunch is less populated with the biscuit bits than previously it had yeah. been in our childhood. Whether or not that's true, whether or not that's that selective memory no, we all have of every, everything being better and more delicious and bikes were better. No, I remember seeing footage of the brunch being made because every now and again Bosco used to go behind the magic door into the HB factory right. and the brunch used to go in to the bits and come out covered, like thick. And now you're lucky the whole surface area isn't even covered with the brunchy bits. So it's the world we live in now in 2023. How expensive Jimmy? can they be? Like the seriously, bits, little bits. Actually, there's cutbacks everywhere now. So the, I know. The probably gone up with the biscuit bits. That's it, sure. I mean, Jimmy's and had to cut the legs off his shorts to make sure you can afford to go around. <laughs> Jimmy, what do you think? The legs are already cut off. <laughs> no, he's got he's got hot pants on him. Hot, he's got. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, what do you think of the chalk eyes disappearing? Oh, that's, that's an abomination. They can't be doing that. I, I, you know what? I don't care. What? I'm going to be controversial. <laughs> the chalk eyes is crap. No, it's not. It was always crap. Like, do, yeah, hear him a slap, yeah. I'll have slap. to, Jimmy, because he's slandering no. a fine ice cream. Look, I, listen, I come from a chalk I come from chalk ice stock. We would always stop, usually Newmarket and Fergus on the way to La Hinge. We would always stop for chalk ices. And I was always disappointed with them but, because the chocolate was always terrible on them. It was always thin and crap. Like, if you compare a Magnum now to a chalk ice, I know they're more expensive. Yeah, I was going to say. It's like a step up. It's like comparing a Renault 4 to a like Porsche 911 GT3 or something which would you prefer a Renault 4 and a shock a Renault 4 is gone <laughs> <laughs> so you know I think we should be happy with the Magnum look at this he's, just, he's obviously he's being paid by big ice cream to give us all <laughs> give us all the conversion to Magnums cream. Jimmy yes this brunch has biscuit bits is not the right answer we're looking for I'm afraid Pops. Do you remember the feast used to have a big lump of chocolate in the middle of it? Yeah. And now it's tiny. And we bought a five pack the other day and there wasn't any chocolate inside any of them. Oh, my miserable gits. And <laughs> <laughs> Sean was on to us too. Morning, lads. On the old chalk ice debate there, a magnum is only a chalk ice with notions of upper. There you go. You know the way we are in Ireland, any man gets a wee bit above himself. That lad is a bit of notions of operosity. And I think, like, it's whatever company is it, is it HB or whatever are, are getting rid of the chalk ice. I don't know whoever makes HB, the chalk ice. Yeah. But there are other chalk ices available. Like, there's like Dale, Dale, Farm. Dale Farm or whatever. They do a rake of things that you can find in certain shops. I was looking Hard for them. to find, though. It's always a random petrol station. Like, an, yeah, but you need, an, to, so you, need to, you need to do the research, put in the shoe leather. And go and find out where they are, and then you can keep going back and getting them. Although up the further closer you get to the border, I notice there's more Dale Farm more options. Than, but definitely, and they always had the ice pops that you'd never normally get, which is always quite exciting. Definitely, uh, the Eurospar in Fairview. Although it's very difficult to get to now because of all the roadworks they're doing there. But if you can pull some kind of a handbreaker <laughs> and show up at the Eurospar in Fairview, you can get your hands on the, on different Dale Farm ice pops there for sure. Uh, 087-4100-102 People also talking about bikes By the way uh, mm. The Rally Vector Was the coolest bike oh, It had yeah. computers and everything It looked like something from the future It actually was So yeah. ridiculously cool It had but a also, console and everything in, in the middle of it On the crossbar But if you crashed it That was it, the end of no, it No no It weighed 
40 tonnes because of the <laughs> yeah. amount of circuits yeah. and everything that were involved in it. Um, we got a text, text message about the most 80s crash I think you could possibly have. Go on. Uh, it says, I had a bike with back pedal brakes speeding down a hill after strawberry picking in 1983. <laughs> this is already quite 80s, yeah. I skidded on gravel, fell off onto a soda stream bottle, <laughs> which <laughs> broke and embedded itself in my chest. Oh, no! Resulting in a lot of anaesthetic, uh, a lot of no anaesthetic stitches. Oh, no, that so is like, nasty. That is, see, that's resilience. You know, <laughs> this is why, you know... Kids don't remember when soda stream bottles were glass. They have the plastic ones now. They wouldn't shatter at all. Uh, you know, could your average kid in 2023 deal with something like that? No. No, they were tr- properly resilient back then. This is Today FM. Well, people also get in touch with us about uh, ice creams. We were talking earlier on about uh, the, the the end of the chalk ice. Remember it wasn't. It was nonplussed by the end of the chalk ice. Yeah, I just don't think it was ever. It, it was like it was like the Ford Fiesta of the ice cream world I, it was I fine know, I know how wrong he is I don't it, worry I've it said did it a job I've said it, it wasn't nothing fancy no offence to Fiesta owners I going to say but like you like know her. you knew what you were getting with a chalk ice but I don't think it's it sort of it never moved on other and, people, and the magnum took yeah, over where, where the chalk ice should have gone are just questioning everyone's um, Dermot and other people's adherence to this magnum thing they're obviously as I, as I suggested being paid by big ice cream to tell us everything <laughs> Nigel seems to be in their pocket too hey Dermot hey Dave your man that left the voice message there about the magnums is talking through his hole <laughs> magnums are the king of chalk ices head and shoulders above all else that's from nigel who is head of marketing for magnum <laughs> it would appear the only thing i would suggest to hb are the makers of of magnum is that it, you should be able to collect like 10 wrappers and send them off and get a tray bib for driving so that when you eat a magnum while you're driving which i say to most of us eat magnums when we're driving uh, it stops the chocolate from going onto your pants and wrecking your trousers and your clothes. So Hashtag should, first world problem. It should be a little tray that catches the chocolate um, because you have to be prepared. You can't eat a Magnum and drive and expect to come away unscathed. We were also talking about 80s bikes and the potential for accidents left, right and centre. Edwin was on to us. Hey lads, I had a go on me mate's brand new grifter. It took me about three or four days to talk him into giving me a go. As I was going around the square, thinking it was the cheese, I uh, crashed into my neighbour's brand new car. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go well for anybody. No, it's, it's, <laughs> that the bike was named after, you know, a dodgy character who moves from town to town. <laughs> Grifter. <laughs> Speaking of bikes, remember a few of us lying on the road with a piece of wood for a ramp. Someone would jump you on their BMX, the best. Maybe not for the last person, said Gina Andrada. I remember we had no bricks one one time for a BMX trick. So instead of putting the piece of wood, the plank of plywood, onto bricks, we just put it on us. Like we were the bricks. And we all thought this was fine. And we gradually go in from skinnier to slightly larger so that the ramp would have an angle. But we just... They so were a human ramp. So they didn't ramp... The guy didn't ramp onto the wood and over us. We were under the wood. <laughs> <laughs> we all have severe hip injuries as a result of today. Dermot and Dave playing the music you know. Emma's been on to us combining ice cream and bicycle stories. Lads, major uh, Magnum incident occurred when I was serving mass on a Sunday. Obviously, Magnum was involved after purchase and cycling home probably on my BMX and a string of traffic behind me and had the wrapper in my hand on the handlebars. Little, 
lo and behold, I dropped it. And um, as I lived on a dangerous bend, had to go back home, turn around, come back up the road. Magnum, curse splat. Mm. But <laughs> due to the absolute quality involved, it was just nicely smooshed inside. So I got to eat it out of the wrapper. <laughs> Can't yeah. argue with that, in fairness. Nice use of curse splat. And uh, Gert was on to us as well. If you're eating a Magnum and you're dropping chocolate, you're not eating it right. You shouldn't be wasting that chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kurt. I couldn't this agree more. It's today FM. Dave, you've barely spoken about it, but you're about to do the biggest gig of your life this weekend. That's and actually true. We're worried as a team here that you're not giving it the attention it deserves. You're not treating it as seriously what? as you should be. Come on. Now, explain to everybody what you're doing on Saturday. This is Block Rock and Beats music in the background. Deck Pierce hosts Block Rock and Beats Fridays and Saturdays on Today FM. Deck has taken an idea of doing a dance DJ set on the radio to the ultimate performance, which is going to be in Fairview Park on Saturday night. Block Rock and Beats live, his biggest gig, our biggest gig, because I'm in his band. And it's going to be insane. There's going to be like 5,000 people in the tent in Fairview Park listening to Deck. DJing his life away while his band us the rest of the people in the band we add to the DJ set so you've got like Jordan on drums Chris on bass Rachel on piano keys me on guitar I don't want to say too much else because there's some surprises I'm you know yeah but like normally you t- you know you like to boast about what you're doing but you haven't even spoken about this <laughs> by spoken you mean boasted yeah. <laughs> well no hang on no I was saying the other day that I have a dream guitar. Mm. I was so lucky that I ordered this dream guitar. I sold loads of guitars to buy this one guitar. And it arrived last weekend, the weekend before Block Rock and Beast performance. Okay, well, this was my first question to you. So which guitar, you because you over 80 guitars, mm. which one would you use for this? How do you choose between your children? Obviously, you're choosing this one because it's possibly the best guitar you have or... Definitely the Definitely. best guitar I have. Okay, yeah. so this, yeah. you're going to be using this. I'm is this the powder blue one? Yes, yeah. this is the Ibanez Steve I Pia in powder blue. I obviously will bring a backup guitar because you never mm-hmm. know. So will I bring one or will I bring five? I'll probably bring one. Uh, but yeah, I'll have a backup guitar as well just to make sure everything's right. okay. I think that one might be the 1992 Purple Neon 550. Obviously, Dermot, you, uh, you, of course, you, you uh, would choose that. Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. The yeah. one with the strings and the, <laughs> it does the have all wiggly that, yeah, bits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. but I mean, like, well, okay. Other, how are you getting there? How are you getting to the gig? Yeah, actually, I don't. Because you can't know. just get the bus, and get off, and walk in with the fans. Like, yeah, I have because I have two guitars in cases and a big floor unit on my back in a bag. So no, you need. Yeah, I'm gonna have to be like walking in. Like, how do you, I? I'd even get into Fairview Park as as a, as, a, as an, an artist. Act. I don't. Do you get a laminate that says artist? Why are you making me feel like I don't know, I know I should know all these things? You don't know anything about like uh, uh, oh no hang on Dex said something about getting a bus That's I think he said something about getting a bus So I'm getting a No not the bus You're not so getting like, the Dublin bus No not bus. the bus like a ah, tour bus or something <gasps> Tour bus now you're talking But I but also he hasn't confirmed that I just think he mentioned that at rehearsal one time <laughs> so I don't know if I'm just making that up Although hang on where you, like a tour bus sounds cool but where do you get onto the tour bus Like I think he you said go we were, into town, get on the bus, and then go yeah, half a I, mile into the thing. I think he said we were going to meet at a hotel. 
So I guess we could park our own cars at the hotel because there's like there's loads of us. There's like so Mike on sound, there's Carl, terribly there's and Glenn, roll. the photographer. So guys, we parked our car here, okay, in M5. Remember that for later. <laughs> uh, so Emer had a, a, a question. Well, bring that all the questions. You definitely on. have not addressed. Okay, what kind of question is this? What shoes are you wearing? What shoes am I wearing? Like this is the, how many people are going to be at this thing? Five thousand. Five thousand people. Have you thought about your outfit? No. What? Well, Why I don't know. I, I know. What shoes you're going to wear to work every day? I know a couple <laughs> of things. <laughs> I know a couple of things. I know that Deck Pierce is going to furnish me with some kind of '95 records. His new record label, some '95 records football shirts that because he's a deal with Umbro and they do all the football gear. To, so I presume I'll be wearing that. But then it's going to be hot. And it's going to be a t- like, will I wear shorts or t or jeans? What Jordans are you going to wear? Yeah, are you going to wear? Are you going to wear Jordans? The shoes is an interesting one, right? Because when it comes to f- anything festivaly or giggy or even a football match, please wear a tracksuit bottoms and hard black work shoes. <laughs> <laughs> even when I said Gola socks, like t- <laughs> like today, I'm going out to Tala to, for the Ireland match against Zambia. We're bringing out like thirty of our under nine girls out to see the match, right? But like today, so I'm wearing functional Adidas uh, Ultra Boost because. Somebody might stand on my toes in a crowd, which is what happens at football matches or at festivals. So I never wear Jordans because I don't want the, I don't want them getting wrecked. I don't really. And I have a couple of, as they call them, beater pairs of Jordans. But maybe what I should do is I should bring a stage pair yes. in a yes. bag. Obviously, oh, have then. you not thought about this? Of all people, you would have had the, yeah. the shoes boxed off months ago. No, Even I, I chose my Jordans and brought them in a separate bag for my mindfulness tour. Really? Yeah, and if I'm doing that for meditation, you need to be thinking about it for they have rock to be and roll. That would be comfortable as well. Yeah. yeah, I suppose I do you like. You want to crease that toe box too <laughs> soon? We <laughs> not. I do. Like, do I want to flex? As in, do, do I want to show the sneaker heads? Or do I want everyone to kind of just look up and go, oh, he's got cool shoes? Like, what do I want to do with this? Do you remember those hideous ones that you bought ages ago that looked like bicycle helmets? Oh, the Yeezy Foam Runners? Yeah, not them. No, Anything the Yeezys, other than no. them. Yeezy Foam Runners. No, no, okay. I could go for like the bright green Gatorade 6s I got recently, which are Jordan 6s and a collaboration with Gatorade, the drink, and they're bright green and pink and stuff. And like they might look stagey. Yeah, Irish flag as well. They're a bit vom. No, I love them. <laughs> Well, then if someone bombs on them. No! <laughs> that couldn't possibly happen. Stage nerves or festival oh, lives. Here, I haven't even heard you play the guitar. I haven't heard you play any of these tunes. Not, well, the set list is a big, giant secret. I mean, obviously... Well, you could play a little bit of it. Here, give him that studio guitar yeah. there. Hand him that. This? Oh, my God. So, hang on. I, I'm yeah, playing... Hand him broken guitar. I'm playing my dream guitar on stage, along with Deck, through a massive sound system, a band. And now you want me to repeat, like... Yeah, you well, a sit up based now. on a five-string broken acoustic guitar. Do you remember when your parents had their, you know, their visitors over, and then you'd be brought in against your will to play the recorder or the keyboard, whoever it was? Is this is more? You're playing for the grown-ups of the country now because we want to make sure that you're ready. Okay, that you've practiced. How many uh, times have you rehearsed with the band? I've actually rehearsed a fair bit. In fact, my neighbours have heard the entire Block Rock and Beats set list about five times because so I've gone through the whole thing through my Bluetooth speaker and played along my amp and stuff so they've definitely heard it so I've been rehearsing in the back garden well, we'll play a clip of something you're going to be playing <laughs> 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 
I hope it's better than that. <laughs> I could play. The Vinka bus is coming. coming. That's not part of Block Rock and Peace. I just absolutely <laughs> state that. For the word. Like, just in case anybody Jack is, is panicking. Yeah, yeah, what? what? We're not doing that. No. <laughs> it's all class dance tunes like. Well, I'm not. I'm not giving any more. Like, I, I, can't, I, I can't give it away. I can't give it away. I can't give, like. It's all. It's going to be amazing. The set is phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. So well, you'll be coming out of like a giant lemon or something. No, like, coming through the floor. <laughs> there will be you do pink acrobatics. Look, this is this is Fairview Park. Like we're stepping up the, the the stage settings, the performances from all of us. Like it's on another level than the the Olympia in November was unbelievable. But this is like sorry the three Olympia. But this is Fairview Park stage. This yeah, is, I've lived around Fairview Park. It's a classy joint. What are you going to do with all the lads uh, drinking cans of Dutch gold that are in there every no, day? No, no. Have you been moved along? Have you driven past it? You see the big tent that's there, the huge, like, yeah, mass where they all sleep. No. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody says, Dave, you need to definitely rock a pair of Air Jordan 1 low K54s. He doesn't have any lows. He's not I a do low have, guy. I have a couple of lows. I've got the Travis Scott lows. See, I can wear the Travis Scott and people be like, oh my God, he's wearing Travis Scott's. Like three people in the crowd. And then everyone else will be like, He's had some brown shoes on. Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Anyway, look, I'm well, very our, our excited. Our point I'm, is you should be thinking about it. I should things. be thinking about it. should be planning it, yeah. about it. should be all laid out on the bed. If it was Emer now, you know when, when girls are going on holidays, they lay out their clothes on the bed. <laughs> yeah. The airport outfit. I'm waiting on a borrowed football jersey from Deck. That's something that he hasn't really sweated in in a few weeks. That's something I always keep an eye out for uh, when I'm going on holidays. You know when you see a family going? Yeah. And then you see the dad usually has like a new pair of crisp chinos or something and a and a bright spanking pair of runners <laughs> that you know his wife has laid out on the bed for him going I've got your new holiday trousers <laughs> got you those don't dirty those runners now before we get a chance to go to the airport <laughs> you can see them still with the creases and the so do you tag think, just ripped off do you think I should wear like dad Dunn's runners and a pair of crisp chinos to block rock and <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> we're coming to you live from the Today FM balcony. First thing on the show today because we're doing something very exciting. No, it's not very exciting. This is something that should be kept within ourselves and we should not be on the Today FM balcony doing anything. Listen, you anyone who listens to the show know that knows that Dave likes to make uh, fairly sweeping statements sometimes and he likes to boast a little bit about his achievements Um, and he casually brought up quite confidently in the meeting this morning uh, that his kids were very impressed with him because he could do amazing cartwheels now I am calling absolute you know what on that because um, A, I have worked with Dave for 20 years and I have never seen him even do a cartwheel never mind, like didn't even mention a cartwheel what I said, we were discussing Things that physical things you would do that would surprise yourself, and I said my kids know I can do a cartwheel, and occasionally, with like years in the gap in between, we'll go, "Oh, daddy, daddy, do a cartwheel," and then I'll 
I'll go to do it and I'm terrified because I can't remember whether I can do it or not. And I'm getting older and every time I go to do it, I'm two years older and I haven't done it in about two years. I, that was my point. Now you're saying that I'm sat sitting in the office in the meeting going, guys, I'm a trained gymnast. Observe me as I complete a triple well, pike. That's what it sounded like. And I mean, we remember when you got some flights recently and you had to run to catch the flights mm, mm. Uh, you nearly broke your fitness tracker because it was like what's happening this heart rate does not move above 55 <laughs> it literally said you okay hon <laughs> which is just an interesting thing for a fitness tracker to say so we're calling his bluff this morning and now uh, live from the balcony we are going to get Dave to attempt this famous cartwheel that so impresses his family Right. So are you ready? Have you got enough space? Uh, space. Okay, I gotta take off my hat. I've got two euro points in there. Truthfully, uh, when was the last time you tried one of these? I'd say during lockdown, two about two summers ago. Okay, <laughs> right. Um, there's a potted yeah, plant here and a bench. There's a bit of room down there. Well, we don't get to move further down, so I've got a bit more room. I'm not a small human, so turning me upside down, you know, is a big effort. So I need space. <laughs> okay. Uh, we are videoing this, by the way. Yeah, so. you'll, but you'll have to describe it for everyone. <laughs> okay, so uh, he's limbering up now. He's doing uh, this kind of calist is what are they called? Calisthenics? Uh, calisthen- that you yeah. see people do in the 1950s. <laughs> are you ready? Okay, here we go. He's attempting, he's running into it. <laughs> no, <laughs> not bad. That's all I was looking for was not bad. <laughs> I didn't die. I didn't hurt myself. <laughs> And I went over and landed. Yes? Uh, I, uh, I'm not sure you're going to win a medal at the community games because it, it wasn't the straightest wheel no, I've ever seen. No, it was no. a bit buckled. That's fair. Um, uh, but uh, I've got to admit, Dave Moore, well into his 40s, can do a cartwheel. Yes. Is today FM. Before we left the balcony on the way down during uh, <laughs> Don't You Worry Child of Swedish House Mafia, of course, Emer got a little bit of, I don't know, was it extra confidence having seen I, I a man of called, my age and my uh, size complete, completing a cartwheel? So I, I think some, it's, it's CFO, CFOMO, is it? Cartwheel fear of missing out? <laughs> <laughs> so Emer decided she needed to go. It's a continuation of what just happened because having done this, Emer has now decided that she is also capable of doing a cartwheel. Is it a cartwheel you're going for? I'm going to go straight into it. No front flip? I do a lot of running into it, so just bear with me. Okay. Run, run, run. Yeah! The landing wasn't quite good, but the, you were straighter, I'd say, than it, I was. It kind of looked like someone after uh, a few pints at a festival. You know, someone goes, this is what we should do. That might have been the last time I did it, so that makes sense. I will say the ground is slippy. It is very slippy, slippy, and you ground. nearly broke your wrist again. Yes, yeah. which I was terrified of, but we did it. Well, you know what's going to happen now? Because like he's, he's just actually making the move. I was yeah. just about to say... The three of us need to have a go. So, ladies and gentlemen, Dermot Whelan okay. is going to attempt a cartwheel. I don't know when. Have you ever done a cartwheel? Not sure. I, I actually have no idea. We're right. going to give it a go, though. Okay. Taking the car key out. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, here he goes. First, potentially first time ever doing a cartwheel. Go on. Yeah, <laughs> not bad. That was good. I felt it. I felt like I was amazing. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it lumbered its way over, but you got it. <laughs> Listen back to more from the Dermot and Dave show on todayfm.com. Dermot and Dave. Weekday mornings from nine on Today FM.